Welcome back, with God Wellness fam. We're so excited to be back here and to talk through another Better Together. We're excited about what we have uh, to share with you guys today because we are introducing to you our newest member, our newest teacher on the platform, and she has a lot of great wisdom to share. We think you guys are just gonna love to hear her story and the knowledge and wisdom and expertise that she's bringing to the platform. And yeah, just listening in, into her story and what we can learn about God and about our journey to living a more with God focused wellness life and in all areas of our wellness. So we're going to start off by just welcoming God into our time. And I'm going to ask Jen to start us off with some prayer. Hey, you guys. All right. Heavenly Father, we just love you, praise you, and thank you. Thank you for this space, this time, these women, this community. God, thank you for all of our hearts that are just seeking more of you in every bit of our lives. So God, we just pray that you would open our ears and our hearts to what you have for us today. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks, Jen. So hi, Laura. Let's hear from you really fast. You can just say hi to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> yeah, of course. We're super pumped to for everybody to get to know you a little bit more. So yeah, let's just start there. I, we'd love to hear a little bit about your just your life. What are you into? You know, what kind of when you talk about who you are as a woman? What is that? What does that look like for you right now in this season of life? Yeah. So I am 43 years old and I have three boys. They are 17 and 15 and nine and a husband who is working in agriculture. We live in Northwest Iowa. My boys are in all the small town things, whatever season is next in athletics. That's where we are. So <laughs> currently we're in football. So it's Friday here. And we're going to be hitting Friday night lights in the stands and just a fun, fun season. I teach a yoga. I also teach bar classes and some just general strength circuit type things and do some private personal training as well. Yeah. So that's kind of where I am right now. I love it. That's a very full, very full life for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Like multi, not only one teenager, but multiple teenagers and then all three boys. I'm sure that's, that's a lot. <laughs> so one of the reasons that I kind of selfishly <laughs> wanted to have you on and just hear more about your story. One, because I think it's really important to, I just think we all have a unique message, a unique background of how we kind of got where we are with our wellness journey. And then I think it's so important to just hear, I know for me being a woman that does not currently have children, I think it's very hard for me. I can't always, you know, understand the, the, the problems, the struggles, the stress that, you know, a mom and a mom of multiple children is facing. And so I know that we have a mix of people that listen, a mix of different followers and, and members from kind of all different backgrounds. And so I love to make sure that we can represent that as much as possible. And I think you do a really great job of showing how your, 
you live out making time for yourself, making time to move, to stay active, to do some self-care in the midst of being a super busy mom and woman and wife and all the things. So I'd love to just kind of hear about a little bit more about your specific background. How did you get into the world of yoga and the bar and, and strength training and all of that? What brought you into that space? Yeah. So definitely it is a challenge to find time for all the things. Right. And I feel like in seasons of life, it looks different. So what it looks like for me now is a lot different than it did when the boys were really little. And then even like before newly married, all the, all the phases. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, for me, when, so I was a teacher, I taught elementary education And I did that for several years. We moved a couple times. And then when we landed here in Northwest Iowa, Holstein is the town we live in, I started staying home. We had two boys at that time and they are just 15 months apart in age. Yeah. So I started, I was staying home with my littles. We had just moved to a new community and I got involved in our community rec center where they were offering mommy and me classes so we can bring our kids with us. Basically, they just ran free. Nice. (laughs) We tried to work out. Sometimes we did and sometimes working out happening, but (laughs) it provided community for me. And I think that was, that was the hook. I got to know people and then also was able to exercise, which was also really um, great for my physical and mental well-being. Mm-hmm. I started getting into running as well. So I did that for a long time, running and running five K's and 10 K's and tried some half marathons and all those things. Love it. That's great. Yeah. And I always just really felt like it was self-care for me, but also it was a beautiful time to have time with the Lord, which was, I always knew those two things for me just naturally came together. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, as I was continuing doing different things in fitness and in classes, it felt like a calling to not only share with others, but then to be teaching too. So I got my personal training certification and started teaching fitness classes at our rec center. Love I it. guess, you know, doing what I had been given. Mm-hmm. And so did that for a while and just teaching circuits and things like that. And then from there, did some different trainings, kept my certification up. And then somebody brought up to me, I was at some kind of women's conference and somebody mentioned holy yoga to me. And I was like, oh, Mm. that sounds interesting. I have in-laws that live in the Kansas city area. So I was able to hook up with a holy yoga class down there when I was visiting and they said, oh, we're having this teacher training tune up. You should come. And I was like, well, I'm not technically, you know, a yoga teacher yet, but okay. At that time, I was PIO certified. So it was beach body coaching too. So I had all these different things. Cool. I went to that training and it was Kristen for Living Soul. And yeah. I felt just like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is where I need to be. This is amazing. These people are my people. It was like movement and it was faith and it just was so good. Was so that? that's where that started. So then I decided to do the 200 hour training with Kristen. She was just getting started. Mm-hmm. for uh, Living Soul Institute. So I did that during COVID, which actually worked out really well for me because I could do it online. Mm-hmm. So I did that. And actually 
right before that, I did my bar certification too. And I got into bar because it was like this hot new thing. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to know what that is. And <laughs> my bar, And I loved it. And challenge in a small town, Iowa, is you don't have access to a lot of classes to go mm-hmm. to. So what one of the benefits of all these online things for me was I could do all these things that maybe I normally wouldn't have access to do. That was beautiful. And it all just felt like I wanted to do it all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The yoga piece of it though, where that took me is in a deeper dive into my self too. So there's been a lot of self-discovery And I think that that has changed. I don't think I know that's changed how I teach all my modalities Mm. much more (laughs) mindful. I would say when I was first starting like 15 years ago, Mm -hmm. um, I was pushing, I was always pushing because it felt like, oh, I needed to just push and push and push. And that meant that if I was like dead at the end of the workout, then I'd done my job and, you know, just kind of forcing some things. And through all of the trainings, I have found just a lot more grace and also perspective. I mean, 15 Mm -hmm. years is a long time. So yeah, definitely. Definitely. We were just mentioning that right before we got on here, just talking about how much in that type of industry specifically can change over the course of a year. And it's, I think it's fascinating to like look back at how fitness classes have evolved over time and then where we kind of see more mindfulness being added back in now, as opposed to that, like the grind and you just got to really, really push and like you're feeling at the total end of yourself, you know, or it wasn't a good workout, but how that has kind of shifted and inviting more mindfulness into alignment and mindfulness, even into your breathing and stuff. Like, I think that's been cool to see how that has changed over time to, you know, better help support people in their nervous, you know, their nervous system, because we're just going, going, going all the time. So I love that. I'd love to hear you talk a little bit more about personal training or you know, strength training with, if you're using weights or something, how has yoga supported that practice and dig a little bit deeper into how you've maybe shifted or expanded because of that? Yeah, I I think it's definitely this slow down and pay attention. So being present is probably one major thing is just being where you are in that space and then paying attention, being really mindful of the movement and empowering people to know like, what are we, what's the purpose of this? Mm -hmm. And then what are you feeling in your body and what changes might you need to make to make this more effective or do we need to do something different? And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of that has changed in how I do my own workouts, how I'm helping other people and really comes from that yoga place of let's Mm -hmm. be present. Yeah. And let's think about why, why, Mm -hmm. why are we doing what we're doing and what is it? And and it's okay if it changes, we need Mm -hmm. to change it. Yeah. 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 That's so good. I, I love that. I am like a huge proponent of the like the why beneath the why digging into, I think that specifically when you're working with people one-on-one, I think is one of the biggest things that I've seen people be able to make like a lasting change or make it more sustainable 
is to help them uncover the why beneath the why, which is basically just like on the surface, it might just be like, I just want to get stronger or I just, you know, want to lose some weight or whatever. And there's typically like a much deeper reason underneath. And I think yoga helps to support that inquiry. It is this introspective internal inquiry. That's such a major part of the practice. And so then I think when you start to bring in that curiosity to any modality that you're working in, you can start to see that same type of change off of like their time outside of working out or on the mat or with the weights, you know, and kind of more into their lives. So love, I love that. Well, one thing I noticed too, is that when you're checking in with people, how are you feeling today? I mean, Mm -hmm. taking time to do that and do that thoughtfully really Mm -hmm. is a challenge. So it's been fun to kind of see or figure out how I can too, like help people figure out how they are feeling and what would be the best choice Mm -hmm. for them. Like I was sharing with Jen the other day, doing a recovery day in a personal training session, you know, coming in and saying, it's okay to do a day where we are stretching or doing the myofascial, the tune up balls and all of that. And that's a good, good session because your body needs that too. And eventually if you're building that into your program, you're going to have better results on the other side of it too. So empowering people to know how to check in, that it's okay to check in and then to take days differently, or maybe changing even when you show up, you think you're going to do one thing and doing something different. Yeah. That's so good. Love that. I'm like, yes, big applause for that. <laughs> for me. <laughs> I'm like, that's so important. I love that. Love that message. I'm just honoring where you're at that day and that check-in is so important. Let's talk about what have been some profound moments in your journey of more holistic health. And what I mean by holistic health would be more like where you started to learn to combine this is only not only taking care of my physical health, but it's my mental health and my spiritual health. I know you shared about that a little bit, but what are maybe some specific moments that have moved you along and really stand out as kind of like landmarks, you know, that you can look back on. Yeah. Gosh. I think like way back, I remember like when I was in that running space, just going on a run and I'd find myself just crying, you know, Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. having that connection of it's a release, but maybe it also is, was like Holy spirit movement too. Mm -hmm. working through hard things with some people I really care about through movement. Mm-hmm. And looking way back going, oh, it was the movement that allowed us to go to that, that next phase mm-hmm. or allow some release or even some really honesty. Mm-hmm. So seeing that through yoga training, just some deep dive into some things personally. So I, I mean, I can be completely honest with you. When I was young, I lost my dad. He mm-hmm. was killed in a, in a car accident when I was seven. And then I think a lot of that stuff came up, like things that I was holding on to emotionally, but also then how it maybe was working out physically. And then in my relationships too, mm-hmm. our middle son was diagnosed with melanoma. He has a malignant melanoma on his left eye when he was five. He's fi- he was five when he had surgery. He's 15 now. So we're, and he's doing great. But the things that stirred in me with control and all of all of that anxiety 
I was able to work through a lot of that still am. I mean, it's still a work in progress, but yoga really helped me see some of those things and see spaces that healing was needed. And that's where I need to allow God and, and healing relationship with Holy spirit, the Trinity and all of that. I mean, there's so much I could go into, but I think where that those profound moments came on that level with getting still. So yeah, I think that was, those are probably some of my most profound, like this is, this is holy work. Mm -hmm. And if I'm having, these things are coming up for me. I want to help other people work through in safe spaces as well. Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. Thanks for sharing that. I think it's so important to um, just recognize and share how each of us arrive in these spaces. It's so easy to assume like, oh, this person might've just, they've always been a runner or they've always been whatever. And it's not necessarily true. It can often be these big things in life that we start to be like, okay, I need something (laughs) because my normal is not doing it anymore. You know, my way I've been doing things up until this point, isn't cutting it anymore. And so we have to start to allow ourselves to explore. And I think even that is daunting in and of itself is it can like, we don't, we never want to be the new person or the beginner, but gosh, it's so worth it. Even just starting out walking or, you know, and if you want to run walking and working up to it and just giving yourself that time and space to know that that is like, that's setting aside that time is another way to connect with God and to process your emotions and everything that's going on in life. So I think you spoke yeah, to that so point. beautifully. Yeah, that's a good point. I think for me, the movement piece came pretty naturally. I think I just enjoyed a lot of it, but I also, mm-hmm. so that came with all, and all the other stuff and how it worked together just felt natural to me. Mm-hmm. But I understand for a lot of people, that's, it doesn't, it doesn't come naturally. It feels overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It, they don't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they find totally. like, no joy and like sweating. Like, no, I don't want to do that. So the challenge is for us, I think as, as people who maybe feel like just naturally love it is to mm-hmm. connect with people and then help them find what does bring them joy. Right. And then yeah. it doesn't have to look like my way, but mm-hmm. we can work together to find something for a yeah. long time. For sure. Just that Mm -hmm. sustainability and yeah. Amen. Yes. I, I mean, that's a huge thing for me. Like I'm always like, I love yoga. If you want to love yoga, that's great. I'm like, you could love salsa dancing. (laughs) I'm like, that's great too. Like I wish I could, I wish I had time to try all the things that I wish I wanted to try. You know, I'm like, I want what's Brazilian jujitsu about. I'm intrigued by that. Like, you know, but I, I'm like, I, you know, you run out of time to try it all, but there's just so much out there. It is so important to just, yeah, find, find that outlet. And I love that. Let's talk a little bit about the approach or the mindset that I hear from people or from women, maybe specifically is like, it's more of a vanity approach. It's like, I'm doing this to look a certain way to appear a certain way to people, as opposed to kind of what we've been talking about, which is more like movement as medicine, movement is nourishment. And so how do you steer away from more image-based workouts and that punishment type of thing we were talking about 
and go more towards nourishment and caring for your body as a whole. Yeah, it's a challenge. I think depending on maybe the generation or era you were raised in, I feel like that's starting to shift. I hope it is. I hope it is. I mean, I have mm-hmm. boys, so I I don't hear the that side of it, but because it's ingrained. I mean, I can still, even though I know all the things and study, it's my life. I still find myself battling that mindset of I need to do this to look a certain way, or even the pushing or, or like the, if I eat a certain way, then I have to move a certain way because it counters it off or something like that. So I think it's a lot of that retraining the way our pattern of thinking is. So for me personally, it's catching the thoughts and then So I'm noticing I'm catching, oh, that's not a healthy cat. I don't want to think that way. And I don't, and I don't believe that that's true. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. catching it and then re rewiring that or combating it with truth. What do I know? So as an instructor, I think the part of the way to combat that is language. Mm -hmm. It's the way we're asking questions. It's the way we're cueing. And then also that personal relationship. So if you're in group fitness, it's checking in with people. And, and I have to say, I'm going to get it wrong. I mean, I'm going to say, I catch myself too, like cueing a certain way out of habit and then going Mm -hmm. and just noticing lots of grace and going back. And I think that's how we do it. We're always going to be fighting culture. Mm -hmm. We're still getting that look a certain way. I think it's is shifting. You do see a little bit, but I think we're always going to have to fight some of that. Yeah. I just want to affirm that. And I think this whole conversation I'm hearing self-compassion. Like I just feel like this whole theme of living into God's love for us in all of these different layers and coming back to that space where we can actually hear him and his love for us and how that tender heartedness is something he wants us to give ourselves. So I love everything that you've said. And I, I think you do such a beautiful job of allowing people to kind of move in that way. That's so nourishing for them and really encouraging them to be tender and and compassionate with themselves. So yeah, 100% love it. Yeah. I think we're wonderfully made and just reminding our bodies are beautiful in all the shapes and sizes. And we've had all these experiences in life that affect how we think and how we feel and how we look. And that no matter what those are, that we come to God, he, he sees us as beautiful and perfect. I think maybe that's where we land in that. How do we combat that? It's just always coming back to that. We are loved no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. So I would love to hear about how you feel like these things have impacted your, your interaction or your role as a mom and as a wife and all of that, because I think we kind of know, like, I bet this probably would help me be a quote unquote better, maybe more present mom or wife or whatever. But I think it's really great to hear someone's specific experience, like with how that shifted. So do you have anything you want to share there? Oh gosh, I still learning. (laughs) Sometimes (laughs) I feel like I have two separate lives 
where I have, you know, the, this, the fitness and the yoga and like helping other people. And then I have my family life, but I know that when I'm taking care of myself, feeling healthy and present is like another good one that I am more available to them. I also think uh, sometimes I'm like, Hey, like inviting them to, you know, do things with me. And they're like, I'm not having it. (laughs) I'm just holding onto this piece that whatever they're witnessing me doing, even if we're not doing it together, that it's planting seeds in them as an example. So Mm -hmm. it is kind of fun to see them grow up and then I'll, and I want to keep them forever, but they're going to (laughs) leave. And I am excited to see uh, where they go. And that maybe some of these things, these little pe- nuggets, these little pieces that, that we've planted and my husband too, with, with what he does, um, are going to go with them and how they might, uh, shape. So, yeah, but I think, I think one of the main things that has helped me tune into how I am as wife and mom has been slowing down and finding stillness. I mean, all the movement is one. I love it all. And I want to move and I know it's good for my body and and my soul, but probably the quiet has been the most. That's awesome. What is that? Would you mind sharing what that looks like for you? Like if someone was really struggling to implement something like that, what does that look like for you uniquely? Yeah. I mean, simply it's just moments to breathe. And, and I mean, that's probably the most practical. I would love to to say I, oh, I do restorative yoga every every day when I wake up or I wish that, you know, I wish I could say that, but that's not, that's not my everyday. Mm -hmm. Uh, The little snippets I think that I can work in. And then this, just this, this presence, like be here now has been a phrase that I have worked in just very recently, probably within the last six months, maybe to a year, take a deep breath, be here now just to myself, just little moments like that, that has helped me be a better listener. And, and I think probably, I mean, it seems weird to say it, but better mom and wife, I'm sure just be here now. I love that how it really just kind of connects with our passion here as a team with, with God living, right? We're not only living with God in our wellness, but this really transcends and kind of just saturates our whole lives, right? We're with God as we're cooking the bacon, <laughs> as we are, you know, transporting to said sports that you mentioned in the beginning. Like, I think there's just this overflow that happens to all the different facets of our lives. And we have this perspective and lens that we're looking through. And so I love that, Laura, because that's, I think, with God living. And I think that's mm-hmm. his, really a design that he has for us is to notice his presence in all of our moments. Yeah, so I think good. just thinking that too, like be here now was always to me like a, a reminder to me be here in this moment, but couldn't it even be an invitation to, I mean, God is always present, but like be here now as we're like inviting him in. So it's both mm-hmm. things like God is here and I am here with too. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. Love that. Well, as we're starting to get towards the end of our time for today, I do want to take a second. I think people would love to hear just about why we chose to add bar classes to our platform as well. And then just some of the benefits, you know, like 
of that practice and something you're really hoping that people will, will take from your classes and things like that. Yeah. I always think bar for me is fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like yeah. you get, you, there are lots of benefits, but hopefully people enjoy doing it. It's a um, different type of movement. Um, so we're moving our body in a different way, which we know is good. So it's not a typical, you know, squat lunge kind of a thing. We're using different props and, and weight shifting and things like that. So we're, we're moving in different ways. There's so much, I feel like you can put into a bar class that all of a sudden your 20 to 30 minutes is up and you're like, oh, wow, I've done already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I love that. I think bar is good for muscle endurance. We're using, typically you'll see like a lot of really light weights, although bar fusion, some every once in a while I'll work in some more typical strength, traditional strength training. So we might grab it, grab a set of heavier weights to work that, but lots of muscular endurance is very mindful. So we're working on getting into specific muscle groups. So as we're moving and doing maybe more repetitions, because we have lighter weights, we'll, we'll do more. You'll start to feel the areas you're working. We'll talk through that. And that is that connection. The why, why are we moving? And then you can actually feel it in your body, Mm -hmm. um, which is another thing I love about bar. It works some flexibility into, into that. And just the way we kind of do the warm up and a cool down. And if you're working through a larger range of motion too, like we'll get mindful into like, say we go into a squat and then we'll be like, Oh, could you go a little bit deeper? And then we're, and then we're pulsing. That's also working flexibility because we're challenging our muscles to work into a deeper range. So there's another thing that bar works. And sometimes you'll see a class that is to the beat of the music specifically coming up in the, in the rhythm reboot challenge. We know that that music is powerful. I mean, it's probably if you've experienced it, you felt it in your body and there's science that'll show here's the benefits of music for your brain too. So it can help get your endorphins, you know, it's a good mood booster. I think that connection to here in this space, we're using Christian music. And so we're also bringing in that praise and worship piece of it. So we're feeling good. It's an offering of of thanksgiving and joy. So it just adds Mm -hmm. another level of the physical, spiritual, emotional that works together in a class. Love it. I love it. I am very excited to start taking some of your classes. I love those types of classes. I love a flowy vinyasa style yoga class with just like some great pumping up music is one of my very favorite types of workouts. So I'm excited to try yours and do it with a Christian focus through worship and through some different movements than I would normally do. So I'm really, really excited to, to experience that. Like you, yeah. If you went to a studio to a, like a class with a pumped up playlist, it can mm-hmm. be a challenge to find those same types of songs that are, are quality to move to the beat, you mm-hmm. know? So it's been really a fun challenge to work into that music space to find mm-hmm. that same vibe where we know that the words are matching where we want our heart to be. Yes. Yes. Love that. Thank you. And thanks for that work. I appreciate that so much. Thank you for sharing everything today. We're so excited for people to get to know you more and take your classes and just appreciate you 
sharing and being vulnerable and being authentic with us. That's one of our main like pillars here, authenticity and genuine living. And so we're so grateful to spend this time with you and learn from you today. So how about would you mind closing us in prayer today, Laura? Yeah. Oh, Father, thank you so much for community. It is an honor to be able to share space with uh, people who are interested and passionate about movement, um, knowing that through this, this space, we are drawing closer to you and that ultimately it's what it's all about, that we can live and move and breathe from this space of knowing that we are loved. I just uh, pray that you would bless anyone who might be listening um, and wondering, maybe wondering what that next step might look like for them. And that if this is the space for them, that you would, would bless that and encourage them to take that next step. And I, I just pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for joining us today and sharing your most valuable resource, your time. And we are, if you, we're planning to have Laura back to continue to just speaking into building strength and how that is important for us women as we, as we age and make our way through life. So we're excited to have her back to talk about that. So if you have any questions or things you want her to specifically touch on, we'd love to hear from you. And otherwise we will talk to you guys soon.